Welcome listeners to Flipping the Switch, a podcast brought to you by Jones Onslow EMC. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time to stop and listen to us today. We've got a great show for you. We're going to talk vegetation management with the vegetation management supervisor, Clayton Jones. And Clayton's going to talk about some uh, new technology that we're in- introducing this year uh, that uh, is really exciting for th- their department, for the co-op, and I think f- for the members uh, as well. So uh, it's going to help us with reliability. It's going to help us with safety, which is paramount. Um, and it's going to make uh, our folks more efficient. So with that said, let's start flipping the switch. Well, in this portion of Flipping the Switch, we are honored to have Clayton Jones with us. He is our vegetation management supervisor. So Clayton, let's learn a little bit about you before we kick this off. Uh, Good morning, Crystal. Thank you for having me on this podcast. Um, So I started with the company back in 2007. Um, I came on as a tree trimmer. So uh, my my job duties were basically to uh, trim right away trim the vegetation away from the power lines and any of the manual labor work that was associated with that. Mm -hmm. In 2011, I was promoted to crew foreman. Um, I stayed in that position for 12 years, roughly. Um, So I was out there with uh, four guys. We were working, um, again, doing the same job, but I was just overseeing those crews or those guys. Uh, Recently, I've been promoted to vegetation management supervisor. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Um, So now, uh, I'm I'm more overseeing what the operations are daily for uh, the vegetation management side of the company. Um, we have six contract crews that that uh, they do a lot of uh, trimming on our and maintaining our right of way easements. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have two in house crews that I oversee as well, and uh, it's it's honestly been a, a a pleasure to be able to move up and advance through the company to where I'm at today. Right. So before we get into actually the meat of what we're going to talk about right. with the new technology and the new um, uh, advancements in what we're doing real quick, explain to people why trimming right away or having clear right of ways uh, are important. Why is that important for Jones Onslow, the company? Why is that important for Jones Onslow members? Okay. So, so what jumps out at me is uh, there's two main points that, that kind of stand out. And the first, uh, I think the most important is the safety aspect. So it's very important for us to maintain the utility easements. Um, we need to keep the vegetation away from the power lines, try to minimize uh, the, the potential for somebody to you know, have electrical right. contact because it is possible. Um, so that's probably one of the main reasons why we do what we do. And then as equally important, but probably second on the list will be the reliability side of it. So it's very important for us to uh, maintain these easements um, trim the vegetation back, try to mitigate these hazards so that we can uh, make sure the lights are staying on as much as possible. I think one important fact to know is that, you know, your crews and you guys, you know, you take the time to kind of investigate where you need to go and work. You're not just arbitrarily going out and, you know, trimming somebody's tree without their knowledge or things like that. Cause you know, you hear about that happening, but that's not you guys. You're out there just trying to keep the lines protected and safe each day. So that's a good point, you know, about what you do. Um, so through the progression of right away through, you know, since 2007, I know you've seen lots of changes. Um, the process of getting crews to a site, how does that work? So back when I first started, 
Um, it was more seemed like it was more uh, consumers were calling in requesting areas that they seen need to be trimmed. Um, a lot of our orders uh, that's where they came from, and then seem seems like over the years it has progressed. Um, so we have a hazard assessment. Um, there's there's actually crews out in the field that are assessing any hazards that are associated with right away. Um, they're coming in on a daily basis. Consumers are still calling in, um, but really the last the last year or so um, we've brought in AI Dash, mm-hmm. and that has really been a tremendous asset to our department. And let's talk a little bit about what AI Dash is and what it stands for, and kind of the program that you guys are now utilizing. All right, so essentially AI Dash is artificial intelligence, and it uses satellite imagery to overlay with the specific GPS coordinates of our poles and structures on our system. And what it does is it recognizes the vegetation that's growing um, close to those lines, and it, based on previous um, models and predictions, it can kind of tell us at what rate those trees are growing. And what it basically does is it maps out where we need to uh, put our resources to mitigate these hazards. So in the past, we kind of just started at point A and trimmed till we got all the way around our system, kind of. Which is a huge system to it, be it is. working around. And that's like a, was that like a three-year cycle, four-year cycle? Or three to four, five-year cycle. Yeah. Um, but So basically we just trimmed our entire cycle. I wouldn't say aimlessly, but we just trimmed in, in yeah. just rotation. And you may be trimming some stuff that had really not grown a lot exactly. from the previous three or four years ago that you had been there. Exactly. And you would yeah. have never known that. We would have never known that previously to AI Dash. So with AI Dash, it's able to tell us, you know, you need to be in this specific location by this specific time. And so essentially what we're doing with AI Dash is we're able to get hopefully ahead of potential outages mm-hmm. um, so we can try to mitigate hazards be- before they actually become issues for the reliability of our system. So it's noticing, it identifies hot spots maybe. Exactly. It helps with uh, efficiencies in the vegetation management program. Yes, um, saves money, I would assume. Even you know there is the cost of the technology, but it's going to save money. Um, and in the end, I would assume it's going to increase the the reliability uh, factor for our members. Absolutely. Yeah. One of the fun facts I thought about AI Dash is that in one of the conversations they talk about how it utilizes chloroform. That's coming from the plants. How does that work from a satellite? That seems so wild. Honestly, I, I'm not 100% on the way that functions, but I do know that it is able to uh, monitor the chloroform in the trees. Mm-hmm. And that's basically the way that it measures the growth rate of those trees. So that's kind of, you know, a unique component of that, you know, that program and software to kind of highlight those. I think that's probably how it helps highlight the hot spots in the area where it needs to be trimmed. Yeah. Um, so how has this adjustment gone from kind of, you know, just working your way through the system to now having a more detailed plan of attack for the vegetation management program? So honestly, it's been a pretty smooth transition. Um, we're able to break this down to even specific small areas. But what we did, um, being that we were transitioning from the way we trimmed previously to the, the possibilities of what we have now, is we broke it down into big circuits. So a circuit will be a line that comes right out of a substation from the time it leaves that station till the end of that line. And essentially what we're doing is we're looking at it on a big level. So what circuit needs to be trimmed 
and when does it need to be trimmed. So when we go through an area, we are trying to mitigate all vegetation-related hazards on that Mm -hmm. entire circuit. So hopefully by doing this, you shouldn't shouldn't see any uh, right-of-way-related issues on that Mm -hmm. circuit when we get finished. Well, I think this is certainly changing the landscape, no pun intended, um, of the way we are serving our members. We're definitely taking it to the next level with technology and vegetation management. So when our members see you guys out and about, they can, you know, honestly say that you guys are armed with the best technology to kind of do your job and you're doing it for a very methodical reason. Um for our members, are there any things you would like them to know about vegetation management that they probably don't already know? And let me add to that real quick. I want to, if you could, explain the type of vegetation management we do. And oh, that's the, a good the point. The yeah. integrated ve- vegetation management is not just going out and cutting stuff down. Uh, just talk about our integrated vegetation management program, the whole concept of that, if you would. Okay. The, the whole concept of, of what we do is – is uh, so I guess at the the basic level we we uh, do spray um, on our right away easements. That's something that we have chosen to do based on um, discussions with uh, EPA and the environment. And what's more friendly for the environment? And I'm going to jump in. Let's tell everybody what a right away easement is because not everybody may know. All right, so right away easement is is uh, going to be a specific measurement. Usually it's about 15 foot on each side of the pole line, and that's going to be the areas that we we have um, got permission to maintain our utilities. Gotcha. And so what we're essentially doing is trying to maintain the vegetation within that certain footage, mm-hmm. um, which it does vary. You know, it depends on the structure, but it does vary, and, and uh, that's, that's what a utility easement is. Okay. All right, so on the, uh, the pesticide side, side of uh, things we utilize that Um, essentially what it does is we target specific species Um, so the stuff that we are spraying is is specific targets for trees and and woody vegetation and it will allow the native grasses the wildflowers and such to grow which creates habitat for wildlife and Mm -hmm. such so it is it is friendly to the environment we're just targeting the specific vegetation that'll cause issues with our system and let me give the give the disclaimer here all of these products that we use have been tested and approved for the use by the epa or the environmental protection agency um, and we do this with concern for the environment uh, and obviously the herbicides result in just like you said growth of vegetation that serves as food and shelter for animals so absolutely i mean we care about the environment That's right. we got a lot of folks that hunt and fish and and uh enjoy the and uh, enjoy the outdoors, and so uh, Clayton is one of those. Guys. Clayton is one of those guys, right. and and so we want to make sure that we're good stewards of the environment, and uh, and you guys are doing that. So, yes, sir. <clears throat> so on the uh, the trimming and cutting side, um, so what we've made it a point to do is is moving forward. We want to make sure that before we trim or essentially get on anybody's property, we're trying our level best to make contact with those consumers. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just extending. Our well, your customer service is definitely top notch. Yeah, to, to the consumers, so that we can, uh, you know, make contact with them, let them know, hey, this is what we would like to do. Um, get some feedback from the consumers. You know, let's bounce some ideas off each right. other. What works best for this specific area? 
Um, we would like to remove any vegetation that is directly under the power lines. That's our goal, but we are trying to work with the consumers on, um, you know, what we do based on what their needs or wants are as well. I think that goes back to, you know, Jones Onslow being member focused. I mean, you know, we are driven to provide safe and reliable power, but you definitely want to be able to have that conversation with our members. So having that with right away kind of helps even in your planning processes. For sure. So the last piece of uh, vegetation management is we have a machine that side trims all the limbs and vegetation that's uh, not in people's yards. So you'll see that big machine out, out work, working. It's pretty trimming. intense looking, honestly. It is a very big machine, but yeah. we use that in areas that, you know, is not of concern as far as people's yards and such. Like low population areas and yep, things like exactly. that. Well, this has been great. Yeah. I mean, I think we've all learned a lot. Oh, absolutely. And I want to ask you that this will be kind of the parting question. When you started here back, what year did you say you started oh, here? Seven. Oh, seven. Yeah. Did you ever think that you'd be looking at satellite imagery? And your first day on the job, did you ever think that you would be looking at an iPad with satellite imagery telling you, hey, man, this is where we probably need to go trim trim right away? I never <laughs> never could have imagined that. But I'll tell you, it's kind of a very good feeling um, to know that we have the company that's willing to invest in our vegetation management program. Um, this software is not very cheap, but it's uh, very much needed for what we do. And it has helped us tremendously. And there's no doubt when you see crews on our system trimming, they're there because of what this uh, this technology is telling us. Yeah. And and again, um, not cheap, but I don't know that you can really put a price on reliability, safe, safe, safety, and reliable and reliability. I, I think mean, it's are, an investment yeah, in the crews and things. our members. You know, you, when you are putting in the money into a technology like this, it's certainly for Clayton and all of that crew, but. Ultimately, it's for our members to have the power on at their home, and it's coming to them in a safe way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Clayton, thank you so much, man. We appreciate it. Thank you all for having me. Thank you. We'll be right back. We recently experienced a big winter plunge. Although the temperatures may be milder now, energy use during the recent frigid weather makes up a big chunk of your upcoming heating bill. Remember, the colder it is outside, the harder your heating system works. It uses more electricity to maintain the indoor temperature, even if your thermostat setting remains the same. For more energy tips to avoid billing surprises, visit joemc.com. It's February, and by now you might have learned that the groundhog has seen his shadow, and we are in for six more weeks of winter. Well, if you're into a furry rodent giving your weather report, that is. Regardless of the weather, you can depend on Jones Onslow to be here to bring you helpful tips and information, so let's get started and find out what's happening. First, have you noticed your electric bill is a bit higher than anticipated over the past month or so? The answer may be found in how often your heat strips are heating your home. Heat strips are emergency or auxiliary heat of your heating system, and they're designed to work when it's exceptionally cold and they require more energy to operate than your everyday operating system. Although your heat pump must use the heat strips to perform some tasks, such as defrosting your unit, there are some things you can do to prevent your heat pump from using them frequently. One, consider keeping your thermostat at a low regulated temperature, It should keep you from excessively using your heat pump and heat strips. We recommend 68 degrees. Use a programmable thermostat. 
make sure your heat pump is working correctly. Under normal conditions, which means a non-20 degree day, your heat pump should cost you around 30 to 35 cents to run an hour. But please remember when you're operating in auxiliary or emergency heating mode, the cost goes up to approximately $1.30, which makes a huge difference. Next, have you called our office lately to, cons- to speak with one of our member service representatives? Now, with this, you could even make a payment over the phone. Over the past year, you may have noticed that some of our phone systems have changed a bit. Members can now utilize stored member profiles when making payments through our interactive voice response system. The stored member profile allows you to make a payment with a click of a button, which gives you more time and less of a hassle. The newest feature in this is a courtesy call. You may have noticed this opportunity about six months ago, so this means Gone are the days of members waiting on hold and listening to hold music, which we do know you love our on hold messages. But we understand that you have lots of things to do, and the courtesy call holds your spot in line and gives you time to do what you need and receive a call back at the earliest opportunity. Lastly, mark your calendars for Friday, March the 31st. The Jones-Onslow Annual Meeting is back in person, and it will be held at the American Legion Building located on the Onslow County Fairgrounds in Jacksonville. Highlighting this year's meeting, we will have special entertainment from the Whiskey Rebellion. In addition to Whiskey Rebellion, magician Brian Sanders will return to entertain our members. There will be barbecue sandwiches, cold refreshments, games, giveaways, and informative displays. And don't forget... As become an annual meeting tradition, one lucky Jones-Onslow member will win a recently retired fleet vehicle, and it is an as-is condition. Doors open, registration and display starts at 5.30, and the business meeting starts at 7, and then Whiskey Rebellion will take the stage at 8 o'clock. So make sure to mark your calendar, and that is what's happening. Well, folks, that'll do it for this episode of Flipping the Switch. Until next time. If you don't currently follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or any of our other social media channels, consider doing so. It's the best way to keep informed about what's going on with your cooperative. Thanks again.